You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. And today's guest is a blue belt who trains at Hendo BJJ, located in Henderson, North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, Darren Hayes. What is going on, man? How are you doing? Good, man. Good, man. You know, it's always a good time we get to sit down and talk about jiu-jitsu. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, sir, I would like to uh, extend my thanks for you come uh, take some time out and doing an episode with me today. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Not a problem, man. Well, without further ado, let's give the people what they want, man. If you want to formally introduce yourself again, by all means, and let's hear about your jiu-jitsu journey. Cool, man. Uh, so, yeah, my name is Darren Pace, and I'm a one-strap blue belt at Hendo BJJ in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Um, I'm a husband and a father to two daughters and a son on the way. Uh, nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. December. So got a lot to do in a few months and trying to keep training in, in there somewhere, you know, <laughs> with all that going on. Um, but yeah, man, uh, my, my journey, you know, into jujitsu is pretty interesting. Um, I was at a different job prior to, I work as a, uh, fitness equipment salesman now and before that I was working at a, a auto dealership and I'd pass by this building every day and this building was like notorious for having like uh, a bunch of different businesses in there and so there's like a new business I'm seeing cars out there I'm like I wonder what it is now you know and I kept having this like pull to this place and I didn't understand mm-hmm. why you know what I'm saying it's kind of I'm very like I'm a real spiritual guy, like I'm a follower of Christ. And so like everything means something, you know what I'm saying? And I kept having this pull. And so I pull in there, there's like nobody in the parking lot. I'm like, I'm gonna find out what this is. Well, of course I pull in, I see the Gracie triangle, you know, and I'm like, ah, okay. You know, I've always been a fan of MMA and, you know, like, UFC one Bellator stuff like that. And so I was like, Oh yeah, jujitsu. That's awesome. You know? Um, so I emailed, uh, my professor now, professor Larry Sheely, and he sent me, you know, a couple emails back. We talked a little bit. I, I went in one day, I had a good first class. It was a lot of fun. And after, you know, talking to my wife and, uh, my spiritual mentor, it just if something else, it was like there's something here you should probably explore it right mm-hmm. and uh yeah man i just i've been going ever since <laughs> uh and and it, it's true man like i i really found something you know timeless right like right jujitsu jiu- like when you first start and honestly like it, it's all magic right at first it's all like super magical and it's a, it's a really cool thing now having trained, uh, you know, for the amount of time that I have that like every new person, you get to see that same <gasps> when that, you know, that first cool thing happens. And yeah, man, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a magical thing, man. So I, yeah, I love it. Um, it's definitely, you know, something I'm, I'm so glad that, you know, God put in my life and, uh, even, you know, my relationship with my professor, um, has been awesome. You know, he's 
he's trained with all the all the OGs, man. Like his first jujitsu experience was, you know, '94 with Hickson, which was, you know, crazy. Wow. Trained trained under Hoist for a long, long time, and now we're under uh, Hegan Machado. So we've got the Machado brothers. It's it's all like very rooted in that deep lineage, which is really cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Like you said, dude, jujitsu is timeless, dude. Like, um, I've been, I've been going for six years now and there's still times where jujitsu will be like, will surprise me. Mm -hmm. Like I would, I would never thought like, you know, just like I, I'm, you think you've seen it all. And then someone shows up and it shows you something crazy. You're like, what the f is that, man? Like, where <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yeah, so crazy man. how how long this how long this martial art has been going, and they're still discovering new techniques and new, you know, just new stuff every single day. You know, you pop on social media, and it's like, oh, you know, let me introduce you to the X Y Z, this and this and that. Like, wait, yeah, what? yeah. So, and what's so yeah, cool man. about it too is even even with like the evolution of the art and the sport, it it all still traces back to this original thought, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, even uh, with some of the guys that are evolving this game, the way that it's evolving right now, like it all traces back to the beginning, you mm -hmm. know. So, yeah, it's it's awesome, man. I just love how deep it is. Yeah, it, and it it like you said, it gets deep, man. It gets really, really deep. Um, because we were, I was having a conversation with a couple friends, uh, you know, a couple guys I trained with, and we were just talking about like, yeah, the the progression of jujitsu, mm -hmm. like how when we started, you know, jujitsu was big, but we never thought it would grow to what it's grown to like now, where it's like it's almost it's almost mainstream. Yeah, like, jujitsu is almost mainstream, and it's like, you know, they've been having talks about it being in, uh, being in Olympics, mm -hmm. um, and doing so much more with it, man. And it's just been, it's been awesome to be a part of, like, be a part of this community for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, I live in a really small town. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not very, maybe 15 minutes away. Our, our biggest town where I'm from is Asheville. A lot of people know Asheville, North Carolina. Um, but you know, just in this small town that I'm in, there's a lot of good jujitsu even here, which is, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's crazy, you know? Um, and it wasn't here, like you said, six to 10 years ago, wasn't here. Yeah. Like I, I can't even, um, I can't even remember like, you know, what attracted me to jujitsu because when I was growing up, there was no jujitsu schools. It mm. was like, you know, karate, taekwondo, and whatever, whatever. So when I finally found jujitsu, it was like, oh, okay, this is different, you know. Um, the the whole experience was like completely different because like you're, you know, you, you have a, you know, formal attire, which is your gi, and then it's like, okay, mm -hmm. you have your gi, and then it's like, I can, I can, I can choke someone with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, wait, yeah. what? I could do, I could do what? I can, you know, <laughs> you know, you learn how to control people, and that's one of the things that really drew me to jujitsu was the fact that, like, 
the first time I ever rode was with two people that was way smaller than I was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there is no way someone this small should be able to subdue me like the way they did. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I gotta I gotta find this voodoo man I gotta figure this out man I gotta I gotta come back and see how this happened and I and ever since then man I just I just been glued to it man yeah man yeah that that is a good point I mean uh you know like my professor he's he's 65 66 years old and mm-hmm. I mean you know he, he walks in the gym and I mean you wouldn't you wouldn't think much but man the pressure that he can put on your oh man it's unreal man it is crazy and and that's another thing i i i, I that i find so fascinating about uh, about jujitsu is like you see when you hear people in that age of 50s 60s and sometimes 70 uh and you like okay they are xyz in jujitsu mm-hmm. nine times out of ten they're still active yeah. They're not, you know, there's not like, you know, you see a old Taekwondo or old karate, you know, uh, master, you know, he barely trains. He still kind of teaches, but he just more so like an observer of the school. But you hear like jujitsu, like, yeah, my instructor is this, you know, he this old and he just rolled with whoever. And it's like, what? Yeah. Where do you do that at, man? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, that was what's so cool about, you know, getting to meet Larry and, uh, you know, we've all gotten to meet Hegan and, and it's really interesting, like getting to sit down with these guys and hear these stories, especially, you know, them telling stories about Elio, even Elio long tooth, that, that side of his life where, you know, he was really old and he was still out there. Like that's, yeah, that's incredible, man. That's, and that's the goal, man, right there, man, just to be able to, do what I love doing and like well in my fifties and sixties and whatnot. And it's like something to look forward to. It's like, it's, like it's yeah, something to strive yeah. for, you know, like, man, just to think like 60, 65 years old and you're still out there rolling, rolling like you're in your twenties. <laughs> Cause you know, right now your body feels like you're 60, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And and I think that's what's cool is like, it's, it's all like, um, like you can, you can tailor this game, you know, to different stages of your life, you know, depending on where your body's at athletically, or, you know, you don't even have to be athletic to do this. And so you can tailor that game to, you know, wherever you're at, at that stage of your life, you know, Mm -hmm. You, you find those, it's cool to be like, you know, I'm in this, I'm in this stage, I'm still relatively young in the, in the game, you know, but probably got a year and a half under my belt and, um, and that's cool. And I'm getting exposed to, you know, a lot of different things, especially right now I'm prepping for my first tournament. And so, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, Larry's bringing in a lot of, you know, heavy hitters for me to train with and their stuff I'm being exposed to that's, you know like wow it's it's crazy but then what's so cool about it is you hear all of the you know the og guys you know talk about how they got exposed to all of these things and then they just boiled their game down to the simplest form and they mastered these 
you know, few techniques and, you know, created like, like Hodger Gracie, you know, he says he only mastered what, like six or seven techniques or something like that. But like the complexity that he built in his game based on these handful of techniques, like that's, that's so cool, man. That's such a cool thing to think about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and that's, and that's like, um, one of the things I admire about him because, and mm-hmm. it, it, and it, it rings true. Cause that's one thing my instructor drilled and in, drilled in us where it's like, you know, as a white belt, um, you, you get, you know, you get fascinated by all the pretty lights and all the, you know, spectacular movements and stuff. And it's like, once you get the blue belt, you're kind of like, Oh yeah, that's, you know, that's awesome. And then like, you know, mm-hmm. purple and Brown. And once you started to get further and further, yeah, you love to see all those stuff. You'll rep it, you know, you'll work it, you'll, you know, you'll be in class repping, you know, Daily Heavas and Baron Bolos and stuff like that. But you know for a fact you're never going to use it. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to use it. I'm like, I have yeah. no interest in going playing like, well, I can't say that now because I, I started playing Deep Half. I don't know why, but it's, oh, it's dude, just been Deep Half so fun though. It's it so is. Fun. But so when you have when you have a school full of people that's all over 200 pounds. It's not that fun. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's where the problem comes in. I'm like, we yeah. are, because our school, we are, you know, a lot of our guys are heavy set. They're wrestlers, strong guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why Why am I learning to play deep half? Yeah. This is the dumbest yeah. thing I've ever. Yeah. But I've been a little bit <laughs> successful, uh, successful forward. But, yeah, man, it's like you – once you get so far into your game, dude, you just you just start picking little stuff, like picking, picking, picking little stuff, and you know, back to back to him where mm. all the stuff that he his foundation for his six or seven moves mm-hmm. are basic stuff, arm mm-hmm. bars, triangles. He he has a he has a his specific takedown to get to your back to rear neck choke. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know it. Everyone knows his game, but no one can stop it. Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. And that's, that's just and that's the magic of jujitsu, man. Because even my instructor, like I know his game. Like he he would tell you straight up, like you know his his first few moves is if you're in his guard, he's working a lapel, he's a cross lapel grip, sleeve grip. You know mm. it every single time, and it yep. never fails. He always gets what he wants. So it's like. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I see it. I see it now. I see it now. Yeah, that's that's so cool, man. Yeah, I I, I just love that. I, I love that. You know, you can you can develop. I mean, you can just continuously develop. You know, and there's there's always the well so deep. And like you said earlier, like there's all this new stuff happening mm-hmm. all the time, and it's all these variations of. I mean. I mean, how many different guards are there now? You know, <laughs> like I know, it's, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, so because I almost feel like that old guy. Like you know, back in my day, it was only you know, <laughs> open and close guard. Now you got you know, you got your Delahivas, you got the X guard, mm-hmm. you got the Brazil guard, you got all these different names just for small little variation. It's like, no, <laughs> just kidding. Just, yeah. just break it down, keep it simple, open close guard. That's all we know. But yeah, it's. It's constantly, like you said, it's constantly evolving, constantly changing, and it's it's exciting to to witness that 
Um, cause like, you know, like I said, when I started, um, it wasn't like, a, I mean, you had BJJ fanatics, um, sure. you had some stuff on YouTube, but now you can just type in BJJ XYZ and you're going to get like thousands and thousands of videos yeah. of people doing Americanas, but all thousand videos are geared or tailored differently. Yeah. So, yeah, and and even like the the minute details of okay, here's here's how I get to the Americana, like you know, this little adjustment or that little thing, you know, and and it's all tailored to whatever works for your body, you know, and and it's it's biomechanics because we're all different, you know, so <laughs> that's that's where all the variations come from. I can't remember. It was a you know like. I was listening to BJJ Fanatics not long ago, and I can't remember who was on it, but he was talking about, like, Lasso Guard. When Lasso mm-hmm. Guard came out, how it was just like, oh, this is all this new stuff. And now Lasso Guard's, like, like an old-school-sounding thing now. Yeah. It's, it's just – it's wild, man. It's cool. Because, like, you know, going back to, like, the like techniques, for example, I was um, going over one – day, one day in class, was going over um, – you know, different arm locks, so Americana, spiral lock, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the Kimura, for example, and I'm like, okay, you know, we, we're, we're taught to like, you know, work to get your figure for a grip, you slide the hand on, you know, slide the hand under the elbow, grab your wrist, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, I was looking, I was sitting and I was just looking at my training partner and I was like, hmm, let me try something. So instead of having the arm out, you know, I kind of had it like a little bit higher up, more higher than usual. And I noticed if you get that arm higher up, it creates a little pocket under the shoulder. Oh, yeah. It's easier to slide your hand under that you're not, so you're not fighting, fighting strength or trying to fight to squeeze your hand through. It's like, if it's high enough, it's just a nice little pocket, slide your hand through and it makes the Kimura tighter. But that's what what we're talking about, the little minute details when it comes to these techniques, because it's like, not every no, I can teach you or you can learn the Kimura Americana, blah blah blah, but it's always gonna be tailored different depending on the body size. Sure. You know, so one's you know a lot bigger than you, a lot wider than you, a lot smaller, you just kind of make those small variations, and that's what makes jujitsu so you know so timeless because you can take one specific technique, but there's like 50 variations for that one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's man. amazing to see, man. It's amazing to just, like I said, just sit back and just like watch it grow and watch all these people just sprout out of nowhere. And there's like, you know, 15 time champions. Like, I've never heard of you before, but okay, I'm going to follow <laughs> you now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. It, it's like, crazy. Yeah, because you heard, like, you know, you got Gordon Ryan, and then it's like, you know, then you start hearing these other names like the Machado brothers, and you start hearing mm-hmm. uh, the Rotolo brothers, and you start hearing, uh, you know, uh, Mike Musumeci, uh, and it's like, dude, mm-hmm. where do you guys come from? I know. It's like, oh yeah, we've been doing jujitsu. I'm like, I'm 19. I've been doing jujitsu for like 37 years. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> like how come I never heard of you before? But you're like, to like 15 oh. time world champions, and you're just, you know, you just learn how to walk. Um, who was it? There's another guy. Um, I, I can't remember his name, but I know, I know his last name is Godball. Um, 
but he's a younger guy. He's kind of like around the age of the Rotolo brothers, and he's a monster. Okay, I need to check him and out. It's, I don't think and it's like, dude, where'd you guys, like I said, where'd you guys come from? Like, I what know. rock was you hiding under? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those, especially like, you know, the Rotolo brothers and Mikey. I mean, man, the things that they, they're, you know, you're talking, they're furthering this thing on. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, we, we're starting to, you know, we, you know, we have a rule at our school, like we don't, you know, foot lock or anything like that at white belt. And so now like really? there's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, and there's some schools like that. I mean, like, uh, John Jock Machado, he's talked about in the past. He's not, he's not crazy about teaching, uh, white belts, you know, foot stuff, uh, which is interesting because then you have like his his guy Eddie Bravo, and they're all about that. <laughs> like, like we're gonna learn heel hooks day one, guys. You know, like, um, so I mean, it's it's really wild. Uh, but anyways, you know, so we're we're getting into all that side of things. But you know, so getting to see what like Mikey's doing right now with like the Mikey Lock and and different things like that. I mean, it's it's really crazy, like how these guys like oh yeah i've been trained since i was like two years old or whatever and that's all they've done i mean that's yeah that's incredible you know and it's just it's funny because like i played basketball in school right mm -hmm. and my dad was you know he was a big high school wrestler and you know had had offers to go to college got an injury it was like a whole thing but you know i i told some buddies of mine the other day like gosh if i had it to do over again you know, I, I probably would have, well, obviously would have done jujitsu if I would have known about it back then. But like, at the very least, I would have wrestled because, you know, like, I, you just, it's all that hindsight, you know, and you, you don't realize how passionate that you're going to be about something. And so seeing like, these guys who really have, they're like that first wave of men now who have, done jujitsu as a sport right yeah. they've trained they've trained jujitsu um you know and i'm sure they probably played other sports or whatever but like that was the main focus and now they are furthering this thing the same way that like all the all the 57 gracie sons did <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> yeah it's amazing man it's it's definitely amazing and you know, just speaking of like, you no, know, I know you mentioned you have like, you know, you have two daughters, and I, I have mm -hmm. two girls as well. Oh, cool. Um, you know, my daughter, she she trains, mm -hmm. and you know, she's only been doing it for a couple months, man. But seeing her advance, the way she, that she does, because I still remember like her first day in class, where you know we're going over our principles and rules and stuff, and mm -hmm. she's just like so scared, and she like she had this like you know this look on her face, but now, you know, it's like. She'll come this like she'll she knows we go to class every Tuesday and Thursday. She'll still come ask me, Dad, we're going to class today. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're going to class today. Are we doing <laughs> no gi today? I, I'm like, we'll see. But yeah, it went from you know, it went from her being like really timid to like, I have her lead warm-ups. That's awesome. Like, I'm that like, hey, cool. hit it. You know what to do. She, you know, she warm them up, you know, get them, you know, they're running laps, they run, you know, they do their you know, uh, drills and stuff like that. And then we get on with class. 
That's awesome, and it's just man. and I just be like, man, I wish I could have started at your age. <laughs> I, know. I know, man. Like, and that's that's the kind of the cool thing. Like my my oldest daughter, she's uh she's eleven. She's getting ready to start middle school, and okay. she's never. She's a super academic, like academically gifted child. Like, yeah. you know, my, my wife is a, a teacher, and so my my daughters are very academically gifted. Um, you know, definitely get it from me, but I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but she's never she's never really shown much interest in like sports. Um, but I, you know, I I. I go to my gym and like it's right down the road from my house so like i've got a key and like i'll i'll go like clean up and stuff and i take her with me on sundays to go clean up you know the gym and to make sure trash taken out stuff like that you know and um she'll go with me and she started like you know getting on the mats and like hey show me a couple things oh yeah okay cool yeah i'll show you a few things and so i feel like you know, she's, she's really like interested in it. And it's really important to me because this is like a weird time that our kids are growing up in, you yeah. know, like, um, and I, I've, you know, I've listened to some of your podcasts and I know that you've talked about that with some other guys, but like, it really is, it, it's a strange time. And like, I want my, I want my family to be prepared you know, like to be able to defend themselves if anything were to come up or anything like that. And so, you know, we've we've started going over some of those basic, hey, here's what happens if somebody tries to jump you in a bathroom kind of situation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really cool, you know, those first times teacher had a sink in a rear naked choke and i'm like yeah, let me go let me go and she's like oh, really like did i really ch-? i'm like yeah you really did <laughs> yeah we um we were going over uh yeah americana and kimura the other day because it was just uh we didn't, we didn't have any kids show up to class so it was just me and her so we're just going over some stuff and yeah my daughter she's seven so she's and you no know, she Obviously, your daughter look at you as a hero. You know, she just, she oh, yeah. she doesn't see you as anything else. So we're going over technique, and I'm you know I'm walking her through it, walking her through it, and she's like struggling to get it. And I was like, Lamira, you know, calm down, breathe, and you know just you know just follow through it. Mm-hmm. And when I say this is by this had to be by far the tightest Americana <laughs> I've ever felt. And cause she's, cause she's like, like she's hovering over me and she's like, you know, struggling to get her, you know, to, to get her grips. I said, okay, look, if someone's, you know, bigger than you, this is the grip you get, blah, blah, blah. And she, when she grabbed it and I'm like, okay, now do this, do that, you know, pull the elbow down, blah, blah, blah. And she just mm. said, wah. <laughs> and I felt the, I, I, I felt the pop in my shoulder Ooh. and I'm like, oh. Yeah, and she's and she's going for it too. I'm and I'm I'm like I'm fighting it. I want her to you know see you know see how it feels, but she, I'm like she's doing it so right. But I'm like, okay, stop. And she's like, and she's like so upset. And she's like, you know, she's like, I couldn't figure it out. I said, oh no, you got it. Oh yeah, you it got was it. Showed her, showed her throbbing and everything. I'm like, oh no, you got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> but it's. But it's been, it's been, you know, it's been crazy, you know, seeing her grow mm-hmm. in a sport that, you know, like you said, I, I never thought that I will, I will fall into, let alone my daughter will fall into, 
because uh, she used to, you know, be upset when I used to leave her come to class when she was younger. Mm-hmm. To the to the time I took her to my uh, my first tournament, and oh, yeah. she was up. She was more upset because of the fact that not only did I not bring her gi, I didn't tell her that kids were going to be there. So oh. <laughs> she's like looking around, like uh, looking in the bag, like where's my gi? I'm like, I didn't bring your gi. She's like, why not? I was like, cause I I didn't think I was supposed to. Yeah. Oh, well, cause I I, I want to compete too. I was like, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. But how do you how do you feel about like kids competing? What what's your thoughts on that? I, I'm just curious. I always like to ask like upper belts like what they think about it. I absolutely enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. I love watching kids compete. Yeah. I don't know, maybe because I'm just sadistic and watching kids, you know, do body harm to each other, or mm-hmm. it's just I, you know, sometimes when you you see those kids that um that really love the sport mm-hmm. and you know the, the excitement that they get in their eyes doing this stuff because it's not it's not as serious to them as it is to a, you know as an adult. Sure. You know? Yeah. So when I like when I see kids, like for example, my last tournament, I saw this girl, this is her very first tournament. And, you know, she was a little, little short, little chubby girl, man. And I rooted for her the whole entire time. Because she got out there. She's like, you know, she's like getting her little game face on, her tongue out, that's, just right, you know, reaching awesome. for grips and stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, this has to be the most adorable thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That awesome. Yeah, man, I love it, man. It's, I, you know, is, you know, from looking at it as a discipline, as well, you know, it it, do, it did help my daughter flourish a whole lot more. She's like, you know, she's very act like you know academic smart. I don't I don't know where she get it from. <laughs> I you know I, I think that's you know my wife that that did that, but whatever. But you know she she's amazing in school. She's amazing in class, and you know I saw the difference from when she first started going to school to when she started training more consistent how much she's just flourished as a as a kid and it's like man this is the prime example of what the 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 power of jujitsu for mm-hmm. kids you know self-esteem and you know self-confidence about themselves like if any i i say if you can get your kid in any sport jujitsu is the one i would always suggest not just because i do it because i've seen what it can do well, it just makes you like i mean if you if you stick with it right like and that's mm-hmm. kids adults it's it's every everything everybody that starts it like you you like walk around different yeah there's yeah. something different that like comes out of you and it's like i don't want to call it like it's it's a it's like a really healthy confidence because like you do hard things like it's a mm-hmm. hard 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 thing to do and you know it's it's you know that there's not a lot of i mean even with the growth of the sport and the art form like there's not a lot of people that really do it Mm -hmm. there's a lot but in the grand scheme of like you know population it's it's still a pretty small number yeah um yeah i just i i totally agree with you like i've seen I've seen kids, I've seen adults come in and so timid on those those first few days and you just see this this different person 
eventually come out and, and yeah. it's really it's so special to see that because we had um we had two two people uh, uh a couple join our school a few months ago and i think it was more so um he wanted to do it and his wife just kind of like mm-hmm. you know just kind of like tagged along with him yeah and you know, she came to a couple classes and you know she, i think my wife was kind of like training off and on uh but she you know mm-hmm. she would come to class and she'd be like you know Oh, you know, she would just be like so scared to do stuff. And then like I think maybe like her second, second, third week of class, she's rolling or she's trying to roll. Mm. And it's just like, man, that is that is so awesome because it was it went from like, you know, oh, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna hurt you and da 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 to she's like she's out there grinding with everybody else. Yeah. And you know, this same thing with my wife when she you know she's finally got back into training and she's all like, you know, once we we rep stuff and she's like, Oh, I don't want to hurt you. I'm like, you see the color of my belt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen this so many times. I've yeah. felt this so many times. I'm like, I can't <laughs> tell you how many times my arms has been, you know, twisted and bended and folded. My neck has been twisted and bended and folded. Like my body yeah. has been balled up more times than I can count. Yep. you're not going to hurt me. So, exactly. you know, you know, I'll push her and push her, push her to the point where she's like, all right, you're not going to let up. So I got to, I got to go. And she's starting to build her confidence in her rolling too. So like I said, it's, it, it, it definitely helps you develop as an, as an adult, as a kid, whoever, you know, whatever stage of life you are, you are in jujitsu helps you bring that out of you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, um, you know, I'm at, I'm at a stage, you know, working towards, you know, the, the next, the next thing now. And we've, some of us blue belts have started helping with the kids classes and stuff. And, and that's been, that's been a lot of fun, you know, getting to help the kids, um, you know, with that. And, and it's really neat too, because you build that, that, like that, that family like that gym mm-hmm. becomes like your family man and and that was a really yeah. cool like professor gave me an opportunity to like speak to the kids the other day and and that was like what i told him i was like you know as you grow in this thing you know all these kids that you sit with right now like they they will be your brothers and your sisters and like and then there's like a you know a whole row of adults in the back and i'm sitting there naming like you know that guy that guy that guy like we train all the time together but we also mm-hmm. have built a bond outside of that that place together yeah. too you know because we go in there and we simulate murder on each other you know, all the time and we we train hard we do long rolls we we help each other progress and you just you just build this amazing relationship and the thing about jujitsu that's so special in that regard is like well like this like a situation like this we we've never met never never met we've never i mean other than sending a couple of messages back and forth to get this set up like nothing and we're sitting Mm -hmm. here talking like we've known each other for years and it's because we're linked to this extremely uh special thing because we know i know as a brown belt you've been through some things yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I'm I'm still young in the journey, but like I know I know what it's taken for me to get to blue belt. I knew mm-hmm. what it took. I knew the tests that I had to take, 
in order to get there. I mean, one of our requirements was um, we had two times a year, we, we train so that we can roll for an hour straight. That's mm-hmm. like a require. that's a requirement at our school. Now it's more, you know, it's like a, it's like, you know, you're 60, 70%, you know, kind of more like a drill pace, but it's an hour roll, man. Yeah. And it's the craziest thing, man. You get up from that roll and you like the, the dude that you've rolled with for an hour, you like hug it out. And then you're like, you're bonded, dude. <laughs> you're bonded to that guy. You know, it's, it's so cool. But that's what I love about it is you meet people that you've never met before, but you're connected. And that yeah. is incredible, man. Like it's a, it's a cool thing. Like, you know, I sell fitness equipment. And so when I'm traveling, man, if I hit a certain town, the first thing I do is like, what, what kind of jujitsu gyms we got in the area? Because mm-hmm. some of those gyms like to, you know, have some kettlebells and some things like that in there too. But man, you walk in there within a few minutes, you're, you're bonded and now and, yeah. and i bring i bring a bag with me because i'm like you're probably gonna train somewhere let's train you know uh so yeah i mean i've i've linked up with guys that you know were clients and now we're friends we text yeah. all the time about you know jujitsu and if i see their it's funny now because i'll see like their phone or their, their number pop up like in a text and i'm like my first thing is they want to talk to me about jujitsu and they're like, Hey man, you got any more rowers? <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's just cool, man. Like you, you just have a, you have a bond with people that you've never met before because I know, I know what kind of mentality you have and you know what kind of mentality I have. You gotta be somewhat of a savage to stay in this thing. Yeah. Gotta be, you gotta be a, a certain level of crazy. So right. To get up and as as my instructors say, get on the pad, you know, walk in with pajamas into a padded room and, and simulate murder. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Man. But, so. but yeah, man, it's like you know, doing this like doing this podcast. Um, I I was always you know trying to think out like, what to do, what to do, what what kind of podcast I want to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've I've heard jujitsu podcast before, but I'm like, okay, I like I like the idea of a jujitsu jujitsu podcast, but I'm like, how can I make it more? Um, I guess was it like down to earth, you know? Mm-hmm. So I decided, mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm not I'm not just gonna be any. It's, gonna, it's not gonna be any specifics. I'm just gonna have conversations. I'm just gonna you know say, hey, you talk about you like jujitsu. I like jujitsu. Let's talk about it. You know and. 80 some episodes after that, I've talked, you know, you know, you know, the people that I've met from all around the world, um, mm. so many schools I've been invited to. Like I said, never met, never met a day in my life. We could have walked past each other 50 times in our lives and never would have known it. Yep. But like now we're 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 the best of friends now. Like <laughs> right, exactly. And that that's what's so cool, man, is like you talk about that, you walk up, you know you walk past somebody on the street constantly, you never even think anything of it. And now like, you know how it is, man, like you get into jujitsu, like half my clothes are, you know, somewhat jujitsu related, whether it's like my school's t-shirts or like I'm wearing a Machado shirt right now or whatever. And you might walk past a bunch of people and then you'll walk past that one person. Dude, I'm starting to get like a little bit of like cauliflower. I had a guy stop me the other day, like you train? (laughs) 
it's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, Trey. He's like, yeah, it's also it's all the ear. I was like, gosh, man, that's that's insane, dude. It's so crazy because I, I told this story before, but um. One it was it was a day me and my wife went out for our anniversary. It was an anniversary of Sweetie's Day, one or two. So we we go to a gentleman's club or whatever, and um, one of the patrons there was drunk. I mean, he was man, he was tore down. And we're sitting there talking to the waitress, and we order our drinks. The guy comes over and he's like, like bumping me. He's like, you know, walking into me, and I'm like, hey, you know, watch where you're going. So he's like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry, and blah blah blah. He's like, you know, tap me on my shoulder, and I'm like, hey. Don't touch me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because you're drunk, you don't know what you're doing. I'm like, don't touch me. Right. So after a while, um, he he comes back, says some more stuff. I'm steady trying to like, you know, you know, push him away. At this point, my wife is getting very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let's go. We can just leave. I'm like, let's pay for our drinks and we can leave. So we gets up. And we're walking out the door, and the guy was like, "Oh, you, 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 you're leaving?" We like, "Yeah, have a good night." So he's like, "Oh no, don't leave, bro, don't leave, bro. You know, let me buy you a drink." I'm like, "No, it's okay, we're fine." So at this point, my I, my wife is like, you can see it in her face, like she's extremely mm-hmm. nervous. So mm-hmm. he started getting a little bit belligerent, and the guy, <laughs> the bouncer at the club was sitting, you know, he was sitting at the bar talking to someone else, and he saw us. So he turns around and he has on a Gracie t-shirt, right? <laughs> so, so we locked eyes and I did this. Yeah. He said, and turn back around. <laughs> well, he's like, oh, you're, you're good, you got it. You you're got good. it. You're so, good. You're good. So, so we leave and my wife was like, you know, she's like, man, that guy was, you know, what was wrong with him? I'm like, well, obviously he was drunk. And I just started laughing to myself. And she's like, what? I was like, Oh, we were, I was like, we were fine. You know, she's like, what made you think that? I was like, oh, the guy at the bar does jujitsu. And she's like, how do you know? I'm like, I know. I was like, cause you weren't paying attention. I was like, he had on the Gracie shirt. We threw the hand sign. He turned back around. I was like, you yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, don't. you never you know. Don't, man. We're just lurking in real life, you know? <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's wild, man. I mean, it's, 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 it's a funny. cool thing. Yeah, man. Because I've I've talked to so many, you know, people and just even before I even did this podcast, I was, uh, you know, I've worked in retail my whole entire life. But Mm -hmm. like now I got like my um, like my belt for my pants. It looks like a jujitsu belt. Um, Oh, yeah. So so, uh, I think I was still a purple belt. And the guy was like, oh, you know, you train jujitsu. I was like, yeah, you know, I train. He's like, oh, yeah, man, you know, I train, too. I'm a blue belt. I was like, oh, really? And then that conversation went for an hour. Right. Yep. So his wife yep. comes in the store and she's like, you know, what's the hold up? You know, I thought you were gonna be a minute. He's like, oh baby, I'm so sorry. You know, I was you know talking to Lamar and he you know he's a he you know he does jujitsu and she's like, oh oh really? And then she jumps yeah. into the conversation and he goes on for another hour. So it's like yep. that's just jujitsu, man. I don't I don't awesome. never see any other martial art does this. I I don't I can't say for sure if it's true or not, but me personally, I've yeah. never seen like jujitsu, I mean, I've never seen any other martial arts come together like mm. it does for jujitsu. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, man, that's that's so true, so true. And you know, just to, you know, just kind of t- like you no know, touching on what you're saying about like you know the family dynamic of it. Mm. Um, you know, the guys I've been training with, you know, I love them like my brothers, 
and you know yeah my my daughter calls you know majority of my training part you know training partners uncle or whatever and i you know my training partner's son he calls me his uncle and it's like that's how it is man like we're all family i can't tell you like well how many times we've we had open mats and everybody got kids and like uh like a friend like my friend of mine they have a one-year-old and he wanted to roll and his wife wanted to roll so i'm like ah give me the baby i got her y'all go roll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's cool man that's so awesome that's yeah, so man. awesome man yeah i mean like the the main you know the main few guys like you know you kind of you kind of get segmented with the guys at the gym based on like you know everybody has their certain class they go to right so you have like mm -hmm. the people you train with more and and like it, it's just crazy like those those handful of guys like how how close we all are you know mm -hmm. like i mean we're training in the gym we're training at each other's houses like lifting weight whether it's lifting weights or getting like we got mats at our homes and we're like training like especially right now with this like it, it, it's been so cool man because like our school is not um i mean we have a couple guys here and there that'll do tournaments but it's it's more you know rooted in like gracie self-defense right and like mm -hmm. that kind of stuff because yeah that's that's mainly what we're here for right but it's been so cool man like i i went to my professor and i was like hey i really i just have this itch like I, i've always been a competitor i've always played sports i have this itch i want to compete and he's like okay yeah it's fine and i'm like and i knew uh, he's he's a he's a big like submission hunter like he loves submission submission only he always talks about the old submission only events and i was like hey i found a submission only uh federation that i'm gonna do and dude the support that i have had from the gym like guys are calling me like hey man if you want to get some extra rolls in like i'm yeah. down i'm down to help you man i'm down to get you there you know and then like i said earlier like larry bringing guys in that do a lot of tournaments and we've got guys that you know wrestled in college and one like he was like an all-american one year he's like hey i need you to get with darren and we need to work wrestling he's got to work his wrestling like we got it, it's just so cool man like the support and the drive that like the guys on my team are like we want you to rep us well so we're going to push you and get you ready for this thing. And that's, that's mm -hmm. awesome, dude. That's amazing. Yeah. Same here, man. Like, um, I got a couple guys that, that's been on the show that I've, I know that, that I have the, that I've gotten the pleasure to train with on mm -hmm. just to think, man, like everybody that, I, that I've talked to, I, I have access to, and I'm not just, you know, I'm talking, you know, black, you know, you know, third, fourth, fifth degree black belts down to like mm -hmm. white belts. So I can just call or text him like, hey, you know, I'm doing XYZ, you know, you would you, you know, you guys, whatever. And they're like, yeah, man, we'll send you something to help you out or we'll do this, or we'll do that. And it's it's like I can just turn around and be like, hey, if I have a chance to go to XYZ, oh, I know somebody who has a school there. Hey, come on mm -hmm. down, bro, you know, get some training, and get some work in. Yeah, and I've talked about that before. Like it's it's crazy how if you can get in contact with someone in in the jujitsu community, mm -hmm. if it, if it's down from like I said the, the measy white belt to like a Gordon you know a Gordon Ryan caliber guy, mm -hmm. you have a high chance of going to train with them people. 
Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you can't call like you can't call somebody. Hey, see if LeBron free this weekend to run some drills, or <laughs> yeah. see if you know, see if yeah. Brady down to throw some passes. No, like no, I can right. you know I can get a couple connections. Like, hey, give me if I can get in touch with X Y Z. You know, oh yeah, I know blah blah blah. I, I can get you to them, and that you know I'm flying out to get train with somebody. Yeah, and just exactly. because we have, like you said, we have this common love for jujitsu and. It's it's amazing. It's so amazing. Well, and that and yeah, you're right. I mean, like even being able to I mean, some of these guys that have been around for so long, like uh, I got to do uh, a few weeks ago, like one of my main training partners and I went to a Henry Aiken seminar and mm-hmm. dude, that was that was so good. It was so good. Like, um, I mean, you know, Henry's like he was like one of Hickson's first American black belts and the you know you you go into this thing thinking like gosh i'm gonna go to this like it's gonna be this big thing and like because you think you're you're talking like lebron like you when i was a kid if you go to a basketball camp there's like a ton of kids like you're not gonna get to really talk or you know have that experience with that athlete right you know Mm -hmm. but we go to this aiken seminar and he like purposely holds it at this very small gym a couple hours from us and i mean dude's like in the floor like all right so here's what you do and i'm like this dude like he learned from freaking hicks and gracie like this is crazy (laughs) you know it's it's insane you know so yeah it's so cool that's like um a few years ago we got a chance to do a seminar with chris harder oh and man it's it was one of those things where it's like the 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 amount of knowledge that this man has mm. and he, he he has no filter i mean if you if you know <laughs> yeah. if you if you've known chris hotter you know he has no filter and mm. it's it only gets worse in person <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> like if you yeah. let him go it's, it gets it gets bad yeah. but but yeah but just to know like you know you you're thinking to yourself like chris hotter this guy is one of the dirty dozen, you know, one of the, you know, the first American black belts in, mm-hmm. you know, in, in um, you know, jujitsu. Yeah. And I can call this guy. I can send him a message or I can have my instructor send him, a, send him a message to get back to me. And where else can you do stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, even, uh, you know, getting to meet Hegan Machado, uh, you know, he, he came, he came down cause we're, you know, in his federation and, he comes down and uh, there's a few of us that are kind of like, you know, in the inner circle, like leadership crew, because our gym's pretty new. Larry had a really successful gym down in Jacksonville, kind of retired up here and was like going to be done and then started it all over again, man. In this garage, a couple guys, that, like, you know, and he just like, I got to do it again. You know, it's just that that thing, you know, you can't get rid of it. Can't get rid um, of it. Yeah, so, I mean, knowing, like, knowing how big of a deal, like, you know, the Machado brothers are, as, you know, and Hegan, and getting to sit down with him, not only, like, to do the seminar, but then, like, we, we all go out to, like, a restaurant a- afterwards, and we're all having a couple of beers and talking to him, and he's telling us all these stories about, like, his fights with Hickson and, like, his brothers and all this stuff, and I'm just like, I, I I can't even believe I'm sitting here, right? Like this is right. insane, you know. So yeah, just just like with me, like um, you know, our 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 master Joe Moera, um, mm-hmm. you know, 
he's he's been around for a long time. He you know he's under that same lineage. And you know when I when I first heard about this guy, like oh yeah, I know he's a you know he does jujitsu. He was in the first few UFCs, and he's like my uncle. <laughs> you know, it's like yep. you know, it's like you. I, I I got to meet him. You know when my my instructor got his black belt. That was like the first time I ever met Joe uh, Joe Moera. Mm-hmm. And like I said, now I can I can shoot him a text message. Or he'll shoot me a message every now and then about him traveling or whatever. And it's like, man, who, where else can you do this? I know. I know man. So amazing, man. So amazing. And, and it's just that, that mentality of they, they know the path that you're on and they know the things you've been through. And it's, it's so circular, man, because mm-hmm. you, the, you know, all from like the white belt who's you know a few months in and has already like you know we always tell everybody that comes in our gym like hey if this bug bites you it bites hard it bites <laughs> like, hard and it, and it, it does not it let it go bite <laughs> it bites hard man you know and and it's so cool because there's this this overall respect from the white belts all the way to the black belts you know and then up into the few you know corals and reds and all that that you have because you just you just know that mentality of that person because yeah. you have the same one you you have to have you have to have a certain ambition and drive and savagery and like you say a little bit of crazy in order a little to bit of crazy thing, in order to keep this thing going yeah man but i wouldn't have it any other way i no. wouldn't i can't i can't dare to imagine life without jiu-jitsu now no man of course not and and i think it's what's so cool about you know jujitsu is jujitsu is like one of those things where you you for that hour hour and a half whatever however long the class is it's it's one of the only times in my life that like i really get to like live in the moment because i have to yeah you -hmm. can't think about you can't think about like bills and jobs and you know all the pressures of like you know, being a husband and a father and, you know, an adult, you know, whatever yeah. you can't, you can't think about that stuff, man. Because if you get sidetracked for five minutes, you're getting choked out, dude. Getting choked <laughs> out. You take your mind off two seconds, man. You like, it makes you know, you got 50 people staring over you. Like, are you all right? <laughs> yeah, man. So it, it's special, man. Cause you get to take all and like, ah, we put that over there for a little while, you know, and yeah, man. get that release, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I once I I I like I I finally realized that mm-hmm. that's when jujitsu started to become like a, a huge factor because there's been there's been so many times where I will be you know I'll just be out and about or I'll come from work and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna swing by the gym. Mm-hmm. Swing by the gym for a minute. So I'm by myself. It's quiet, and it's just me and the mats. Mm-hmm. And I'll rep some stuff, you know, work a couple, you know, uh, stuff by myself. And I am, like you said, I am at peace. I am just like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No matter yeah. no matter how hard the day is, it's like, man, I don't, like you know, everyone has these moments, man. From like I, you, you. 
you're tired, you're beat down, you're mentally beat down, and you're like, you know what? I don't even feel like going to class. Next you know, you're grabbing your bag, you're in your car. I really should just turn around. Mm-hmm. You're tying your belt like, damn, I should just stay home. <laughs> Next you know, that slap bump, you like, man, I'm happy I came. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy I showed up to class. That's it, man. That is it, dude. The slap bump, man. It's like, yeah, it's so cool. It's such a cool thing. I know I know we're almost there, so I, I have to ask you a personal question because I've listened to a few of your podcasts and I've seen the guys uh-huh. that are on here, right? And I just have to ask, how do you combat as a long-haired <laughs> jujitsu brother? How do how do you how do you combat this, man? Because I love my long hair, right? Until uh-huh. I, until I'm in there, dude. And then I'm like, you know. My wife will will braid it for me, like on the long rolls, like uh-huh. because I just don't want to deal with it uh, and it stays tight. But dude, like, I'm I'm one of the only guys in our gym, and we have a new kid that started coming. That's he's the second one with long hair. But man, like, some of these guys have figured out how to like, you know, like get it out and pin it under their knees and stuff. Man, it's- how do you how do you deal, man? You're brown, belt, I, so I have to. I gotta go with what you say. <laughs> this is this is a coaching moment. <laughs> I have learned to avoid headlocks. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Fair. Well, because, all right. Because, like you said, because you, know, you have a long hair, right? I have locks, so you know. Yeah, I it's know. it's a lot thicker. Mm. So if I if I put it in a ponytail. It's not like your, you know, yours where it's like, okay, someone grab it, it might slide. Like, no, my hair, it just stays there. So there it's like, yeah. I get stuck and it's like, ah, ah, damn it. Or, but it's been so many times where I'll, I'll be in the middle of a roll and I'll go for like a, a, a bump or something. And it just so happened their elbow or something is like caught on some locks and I'm going to bump and it's like, ah. So yeah. I just, I just, you know, just. Throw it in a, a ponytail or throw it in okay. a bun and just avoid headlocks. And I've gotten so go. good at it. So. Well, that's, that's good. That's good. I guess I need to avoid the avoid the headlocks. See, like I like to play. I play a lot of half guard from the bottom. Um, I my, do too. My, I do my too. guard. My guard is getting better, but if my guard starts failing, I always know there's an opportunity for me to lock down the leg and go to the half guard, right? Mm-hmm. So that's great because I love the lockdown sweep and all that stuff. And plus the lockdown is like, it's a, it's a dreadful position to be in if you're on the top. Um, yeah. But what stinks is as soon as the cross face comes, man, and yep. it's, it's terrible, man. It is so bad. And the hair is always the first thing. The only advantage that it gives me is when I finally have just had enough in a roll, right? Just whatever. And I just let, like, the ponytail is almost all the way out. I'll just throw it out. It's all sweaty and awful. If I get to the mount, dude, I'm just like, and just drench it down, dude. Just drench it down, you know? And just, like, taste it, you know? Like, that's what you get. Um, but it's so funny. I was telling my wife the other day because I was thinking about cutting it, and I'm like, it's just annoying because like I'll be like right there in the middle of like trying to finish like a bow and arrow or something, and it'll get like in my mouth, and I'll have yes. to like adjust it last minute, and I'll lose it, man. It's 
it's hilarious, man. But yeah, I just, I just had to ask you that. I had to. Because it'd be funny, like we'll be work, like working technique, and sometimes I'll be the uh, like the uki, and it's so weird. Like my like my instructor will have me like in you know in like seat belt grip. He's like moving my hair out the way. Like let me, let me move this. <laughs> it's, it's so funny, man. Because like dudes, dudes will like they'll like pull their mouth guard out and they'll be like, God damn, like always Darren's hair like in my mouth guard. <laughs> So funny, man. Yeah, but yeah, I'm like, hey, listen, yeah, man. Want... it's it's kind of a running joke now too, because like some of our some of our guys that have been around a while, they'll like get me in certain positions, and they'll like let me move your hair out of the way real quick. You know, it's it's so funny, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have another guy. Uh, his name is Scott. Um, he has long hair, just about about as long as yours, and it's the same thing, bro. It's like. We be rolling and I'll go for something and I'm like go going, going for a head and arm and I'm like right here and it's just like mouth full of hair and like mm -hmm. ah. yeah, so. it's so funny because like when we do our like long tests, the guys kind of at first would like they'd like kind of poke at me because I'd come in, I'd have my you know, I'd have like cornrows in or whatever, you know, like braided up real tight. And uh they would give me a hard time. Well, as we kept doing them. I'd come in with the braids and be like, oh man, thank God. Like, thank God his hair's not going to be all in the way and all that stuff. And it was funny because we just did a, we did like a 90 minute not long ago, but we spaced it out. It was kind of different. We did like basically three 30 minute rounds with different guys or whatever. And everybody was just like, oh, thank God, Derek's hair's braided up. We don't have to worry about it today. Yeah, because I used to wear like a, I used to wear like a cap. Because uh, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, try to protect my hair, but mm -hmm. it, it'll be fine for the first, you know, half of class. When we start yeah. rolling, it gets sweaty, it gets, you know, loose, and then, you know, it's flying and there's like lots <laughs> flopping all over the place. So I'm like, you know what? Like, my my stylist, she hates me so much because it's like, <laughs> I keep trying to explain to her. I'm like, hey, look, I, I, I know I just got my hair done, but don't be mad at me. It's messed up. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Up. And she's like, yep. you wear wear a cap. I'm like, you do know what I do, right? And she's like, no, they don't oh, make yeah, they don't dude. make no excuse. I'm like, okay. So I showed her. I and I was like, next time I come I come and get my hair done, I'll show you a time. Every time I wear a cap and I roll, it comes off. Yeah. It either gets you know someone gets like you said, get you in a headlock. You you know you pull out and then it's like bloop, or I'm sweating and I go to move and it just pops off and now it's just hair everywhere. So. I didn't yeah. try to keep it in, you know, in a bun or whatever, and just don't get that headlocked. I mean, I can imagine too. Like if somebody, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure at your level, you rarely get your back taken anymore. But <laughs> you know, try not like, to. Try not to. Yeah, that, that's a, so you know, somebody takes your back and they're trying to work it in. Like we, we'll do that, like the bridge thing, where we try to like push the forehead to get like just to get that neck just a little bit. So I'm sure, like even that would just like pull that right off you know yeah yeah that's crazy that's yep. crazy man so i just like you know what screw it it then i can do about it <laughs> yeah that's awesome <laughs> but yeah but darren man you know this part comes up man you listen to the show a couple times so you know uh your top three people man who would you love to roll with all right man so hicks and gracie of course Go goat goat yes like no, no, no denying it. He's the goat. So Hicks and Gracie for sure. 
Um, especially knowing the tales that I know, I'm sure it would be a brutal role. Uh, oh, man. Know. I can only yeah. imagine. You hear those crazy, like Henry Akins tells a story about, uh, you know, them training and Hickson would basically put himself in the worst positions and he'd be like, these are like black belt seminars he's doing. And he's like, all right, so tie my hands in a belt. Like he's, so he's got his hands all tied up. Right. And lock in a rear naked choke and nobody could finish him, dude. Crazy. Insane. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So Hickson Gracie, um, any of the Machado brothers, I know I'm kind of cheating, but any of the Machado brothers, um, especially John Jock or, you know, Hegan, especially them. Um, and then Hodger Gracie, dude. Hodger, yeah. He's the man, dude. Um, and then, like, honorable mention, maybe, like, Craig Jones, because I think that would be hilarious. Uh, he's a hilarious guy, so I think that would yeah. be cool. And maybe, I, like, I, love, I love his – I love his Nogi style. I've been watching yeah. a lot of his videos, man. So he's mm -hmm. definitely he's definitely climbing the charts of one of my favorite Nogi competitors. So I would yeah. love he's on my list to roll with for sure. Yeah, and the more that I get into <clears throat> Nogi, I know we were kind of talking about it the other day, messaging a little bit back and forth. Uh, the more that I get into Nogi, the more that I find myself watching like uh, old John Jock stuff, Craig, um, and even even like. Eddie's Eddie Bravo's stuff, just some of that stuff's so cool, man. Like, especially yeah. not not having the the grips to control. Um, so, I mean, I think John Jock is what we see in modern Nogi. I don't think would even be there if it weren't for John Jock and his. You know, I mean, all that was based off of his deformity. But, yeah, yeah. Isn't that really that's cool. isn't that crazy? I mean, modern Nogi was based out of his deformity like that like oh, under hooks over hooks all that stuff i mean and then you know like guys like eddie and then they just took all those concepts and like you know put a whole bunch of juice on them and stuff but yeah man john jock's awesome really cool yeah definitely man i i but yeah because i i i didn't know that at first until i was watching something on i saw like a little clip on youtube and i saw that i was like wait what I never know you. You know you. You don't think to look for that type of stuff when you hear that name. You you know. So yeah, that's that's it's, awesome. Awesome. It's insane, man. I mean, like watching him, like classic. I think it was ADCC, and it was uh, John Jock and Dean Lister. Dean mm -hmm. is bad, and Dean won the fight technically, I guess. But like it was just amazing to see john jock like he never could advance it was just dean just controlled from the top but he never could get anything going right it's just, a, it's just amazing like what he you know how he modern nogi was all all based on that on those techniques it's really cool yeah man i i have i don't know when but i'm happy i did i fell in love with nogi Mm. And my gi is paying for it. <laughs> my my <laughs> yeah. gi is paying for it, dude. Like yeah. we had a no gi class. We had a gi class yesterday, and I felt like a fish out of water, bro. I was like, mm. nothing's. I mean, I maybe because I was I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling too well, but like nothing was working out. And I was like, mm, this is bad. This is so yeah. bad. But 
Yeah. yeah, like right now, I'm I'm doing a healthy mix because you know for this first one, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do both ghee and no ghee. Um, nice. So I'm I'm getting a very healthy mix of both. So yeah, I haven't I haven't you know completely gotten out of my my ghee yet. <laughs> and I and no, I will, man. It's just fun. It's fun in the ghee. Yeah, it's 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 love. It's it's like one of those little those love relationships. Like oh, it's something new, something fresh. But you know. It's there. It's there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But yeah, Darren, if uh man, unless you have any other questions for me, brother, um, you know, I would love for you to shout out your school if they got anything else coming up uh for you. Uh the floor is all yours. Yeah, man. Just uh if you're if you guys are ever in Hendersonville, North Carolina, um, Hendo BJJ, uh, we are super welcoming school. Uh really cool family dynamic everybody that comes in the gym they they feel welcome day one everybody you know everybody just wants to help everybody get better because we we all were terrible and are at some point are still working those bugs out and uh so yeah man that's uh that's the biggest thing uh just just that and i'm sure we'll talk again at some point i'd love to i'd love to talk to you again like when you get closer to your black belt man Man, yeah, I would le- definitely love to get you back on the show, man. Anybody who's been on the show, man, I like if no matter what time it is, if you guys want to, you know, talk jujitsu, I'm always up for it. Uh, if you guys want to ever come back and do another episode, I'm I'm here for it too. So, well, I'll hit I'll hit you up after my after this tournament, man. We'll yeah, man, I, will, I definitely would love to hear uh, how it goes for you, brother. Right on, dude. All right, and that's the end of today's episode. I would love to thank Darren one more time for coming on the show and blessing us with his jujitsu knowledge. Hope you guys learn from our experiences. Uh, please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube page to stay updated on all future episodes. This has been Talk Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day.